Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Welcome into A to Z Sports, powered as always by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He's Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us all over social media as we are. Nashville's on-demand sports talk network going live weekday mornings at 8 central time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Links to the show segment by segment on our Twitter timeline at A to Z Sports. And make sure you follow us on Instagram and TikTok for more Titans coverage. Got to thank our sponsors because they make everything happen for us and they help out with you guys, Wilson County Hyundai. Make them a part of your new car buying process by going to see them in Lebanon or at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. The Bone & Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Farm Bureau Health Plans, get better. Farm Bureau Health Plans, coverage, rates, and service, fbhp.com slash ATOZ. The Aura app, download the Aura app and use our link, aura.com slash ATOZ. To stay safe online, if you use that link, Aura.com slash ATOZ, they'll give you a two-week free trial to save your life from data brokers and Krebs Kubota, an elite Kubota dealer located in Columbia, Franklin, and Murfreesboro. Visit them for all your equipment needs at KrebsKubota.com. So, Zach, uh, you guys had a great conversation, Sam and you did, uh, yesterday about Ryan Tannehill's comments uh, overall about his future with the Titans and his conversation with Rand Carthon. And I, and I do feel uh, confident that Ryan Tannehill will be the Titans starting quarterback in September. What's your percentage? Uh, well, what was your percentage? I don't I'm remember. I'm not going to tell you that. You had to watch the show to tell you that. I, I watched, your... I watched uh, a, a lot of the show until, well, you, you know, until Buck matter. Rising called me. I'll tell you after me. I know yours. All right, until Buck Rising called me and said that he had uh, the, the documents of Taylor Wan's lawsuit for his ACL surgery that we were able to break uh, while you guys were doing the show. Um, I was watching. I think I'm at like a, oh, I remember your percentage. I think uh, I'm at like 89%. I, I think 89%. I feel pretty strong about that. I think there needs to be some injury uh, leeway in that percentage of not being the start Titan starting quarterback. But I do think that the post June 1st saving of $27 million of cash is always interesting because that's just a lot of money to not have to pay somebody that you don't think is about your long-term. Well, I think I, I bring this up because you, the tune has changed. Mine was 99% and the 1% was the injury, but you weren't saying this for weeks on end. You felt like if they drafted Will Levis or Anthony Richardson, that they should start him. No, 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 no. I, I said if they traded up to three for a No, you said if they drafted him. I, I you, no, you, you got to go back and listen to what you talk about. Because you no. said that on multiple occasions that that is if they draft that quarterback that uh-uh. they play. it had it had everything to do with trading up for All right, those Dion, assets. I'm not going to no. get into this. I, look, I can't I, listen to the BS. I Let's was a on. good backpedaler in my day on the football well, field. Yeah, well, you're Dion right now. I, I had fluid hips. I could get out of that break and and go run deep with the best of them. <laughs> thank you, Xavier. Thank you, no, look, Andre. Yeah, the I, chat. Look, you got receipts, so you you. No, I'm look, not gonna Devin get into says it no. You. They're on my side. Stick it to them, Austin. Let's start. Like I. I did say No, they're that. not. You Sean, said Sean, that, Austin. Yeah, Zach, you're wrong. <laughs> you, you, no, you said that they needed to cut Ryan Tannehill and start their new quarterback if they drafted him. Because we talked about multiple scenarios, exactly. whether it was at three or at 11. Yeah, again, I don't want to get derailed. All right, less than, okay, I, I said, if, said they, that. if they trade <laughs> I up I adamantly disagreed with it. Thank you. Thank you, Bork. Uh, Austin did give the trade-up stipulation about cutting Tannehill. Okay, let's get on with our originally planned show. I remember Sam's was a Denico Autry percentage uh, of that. So now Ryan Tannehill has wide receivers uh, in the room, and he was asked about not drafting a wide receiver until the seventh round. And I'm fascinated to see what Colton Dowell looks like because there's going to be a lot of pressure on the 228th overall pick 
in the draft from UT Martin, Colton Dowell being the lone draft pick uh, at his position in this sixth person class. And Tannehill was asked about the Titans not going wide receiver until the very last round, the last opportunity the Titans had to draft the wide receiver. Did you expect uh, or think a wide receiver might get picked before 228? I'm sorry. Did you think or expect a wide receiver might get drafted by this team before number 228? Um, they don't ask me, you know, uh, my thoughts on, on draft picks. You know, Mike and Rand get, make those decisions. Um, obviously, you know, I, I knew it was an area that, that could be addressed, but um, they did just a little bit probably later than I, than I thought it was going to. But... We added some other key positions, um, some talent that will help us across the board. And they did. They did add talent across the board. They gave Ryan Tannehill help in Peter Skaronsky at 11 overall. And Tajay Spears, who is an interesting prospect that we'll talk more about next week uh, and dive into his medical situation a little bit deeper with experts that we have from the Bone and Joint Institute. So more on that later on. And they added a tight end who can be a versatile piece to go along with what they have. But we all agree that, not getting a wide receiver until the seventh round felt like a, a somewhat of a disrespect to Ryan Tannehill. Uh, so Zach, you know, he obviously, I bet Ryan Tannehill watching that draft thinking, oh, they passed on a wide out in the third after they drafted Will Levis the yeah, hour well, before. Yeah, let's concentrate on that, right? The cold hard truth is they drafted his replacement instead of giving him help. It was the, like, that's his feeling. That smirk after... I think it was Joe Rexroad or whoever asked that question. Glennon, I believe. Yeah. Glennon, after Glennon asked the question, look at the smirk. Because the smirk tells me that, yeah, they didn't draft a wide receiver. They drafted the guy who's going to take my job. Now, look, he, he knew he was under contract. That probably was discussed in February of, like, you're under contract for a year. You can read the tea leaves. Uh, that That is – he's going to have to play out of his mind to stay a Tennessee Titan. I don't think that it is completely out of the realm of possibility. I think it is more slim and none than, uh, you know, going to happen. But they valued Will Levis over giving him help because, as we all know, we talk about that third round. The third round is, is the key to the draft of any wide receiver to this team. And they didn't have the ability to do it because the three premier wide receivers were taken before they were uh, able to pick. And then you had Tank going to Houston, who actually, do you read this, that uh, C.J. Stroud influenced the Texans to take take, take Tank Dell. And that who that's the guy who I thought it would fit perfectly with the Titans. I think he's going to be really good. Man. But they missed on all of them. And I'm so that's that. where Ryan Tannehill resides now is, they picked his replacement instead of picking, you know, a, a player to help him. So maybe they just delayed him being sacked instead of actually being sacked before he throws to a non-legitimate wide receiver like last year. All right, uh, we got more Tannehill to play comments. I'm sure, and I have an opinion off of that, uh, off of that Houston nugget that you just dropped here in a second. But we'll get back to Ryan Tannehill's comments on who's going to have to step up and really more of his thoughts about the Titans' wide receiver room or lack of. Uh, the op options at wide receiver. But Zach, first tell us about Wilson County Hyundai. Yeah, Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to go to get your next ride. Your next ride is right down the street, and that is at WilsonCountyHyundai.com. The Palisade, the Tucson, the Santa Fe, that's a smaller SUV. The full-size SUV is the Palisade. Also, four-door sedan like the Sonata and the Elantra and the Ionic, which is battery-powered. If you're in the market for a brand new car, make sure that you go to Wilson County Hyundai or WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Also, don't forget with BetMGM, it's Friday, which is a great feeling, and no run first inning Friday is an opportunity for you uh, each uh, Friday with BetMGM to opt into that feature and go uh, place a $25 prop bet on any MLB game to have no run scored in the first inning and get up to $25 back if only one run is scored in that first inning. So, Zach, I, I do find it interesting that you mentioned uh, that C.J. Stroud, who the Texans, in your opinion, boxed out the Titans. They didn't love him, but they liked him enough to box out the Titans to take a number two. Then they flew him to Houston, and then they put him in the draft room on Friday night and said, yeah, take take Tank Dell uh, in the third round. So, C.J. Stroud was that influential out of the gates 
Uh, they did the box receivers. him out. That's what I said on Monday. They yeah, boxed but, him out. But it's it starting was, to come the, around. The Titans liking C.J. Stroud around. was just as influential as the Texans. Yeah. Uh, man, anyway. But uh, Ryan Tannehill was very honest on his uh, press conference on Wednesday about not taking a wide receiver into the seventh round. And then he was asked about guys that have to step up. Guys that have to step up, though, and play much bigger roles than they did a year ago? Yeah, no question. I mean, um, you know, you look, you look who we got in the room, and, and that's who it is. So I'm going to have to uh, go out and compete each and every day, and, and we'll see you know, who ends up getting the, the majority of the time. But definitely, guys are going to have to step up just like they are in every position across the board. Yeah, he laughed a couple times during that press conference because I feel like Ryan Tannehill's sitting here going like, well, you know, I had this conversation with Rand, and, uh, I, you know, I've got $27 million that I could get this season in my bank account, but also they can cut me after June 1st, and I don't know where I'm going to go. And then, uh, they, yeah, the offensive line looks a lot better, but I don't know who I'm going to throw to. I got Traylon Burks, who showed some flashes. Kyle Phillips couldn't stay healthy. I like Chig a lot, but there's not a ton of people for me to excel at. And Ryan Tannehill's in an interesting situation in his career. Because, yes, this is most likely the last year with him as a Titan. And then he is still young enough to go earn extra money beyond this season in his NFL career to try to have a third leg of his NFL career. But as of right now, I don't necessarily think he has the best opportunity and the best chances to truly thrive in extending his NFL starting quarterback career. Uh, I disagree with that. Beyond this year. I disagree with that. There's always a quarterback needy team. It's the NFL. It's not for long. It's 32 teams. If Ryan Fitzpatrick can make it, then he can make it. He's, he's taken teams and done. He's done more than Ryan Fitzpatrick has ever done. And Ryan Fitzpatrick found job after job after job. So I adamantly disagree with Ryan Tannehill. This could be his kind of final act that he won't get the opportunity in the future. I think that he will. Because there will always be a team but that is not is, sold on a young quarterback. But it what is that opportunity? Next year, once they find out if Desmond Ritter can't cut the muscle. Yeah, but what is that opportunity, and how much money is that next opportunity going to get it? But it, it I, it's that, opportunity. What, you didn't say money. You said opportunity, and so that's why I say Ryan Tannehill will find it. It may not be this year because you know if they cut him after June first. First of all, I got a problem with that. Second of all, it will be a little bit tough to find a team because all of the other teams have drafted. But you're talking about the next two to two to three years, I think he'll be fine. I think the problem is you go back to who's buying the groceries and who's cooking the meal. And that's just how business works. It doesn't matter if it's football or if it's just regular business. You have an owner of a company and they have people, the employees and managers that actually manage the other employees that make the wheel turn. Ryan Tannehill is a very highly paid employee, but he does not get to go to the grocery store and he doesn't have influence in who they pick. And it is laughable. Look, like let, let's, let's listen to that, uh, that laugh a little bit. Guys are going to have to step up though and play much bigger roles than they did a year ago. Yeah, no question. I mean, um, <laughs> I mean, are you kidding me? <laughs> Look at the room. <laughs> That's exactly how every Titans fan feels. So Ryan Tannehill was open and honest when he stepped to the podium on a lot of different fronts this week. But this is a big deal because we we've seen Ryan Tannehill not have options. And here's the problem. This is not two to three years ago not having options. This is you've got a better division with better teams and better quarterbacks that are probably going to score a lot better than Davis Mills did, oh. right? A lot better than Matt Ryan was able to. You're just going to have better competition, and the AFC as a whole is a lot better. And you look around, and I'm not saying anything that's not true, but this has been the case for now multiple years. The Tennessee Titans have the worst wide receiver room, and you may say in the history of the NFL – well, so Sam did some research, and this was after the biggest wave of free agency. So this was actually, you know, this was a couple weeks into April that the Tennessee Titans and the Green Bay Packers at that time were the only active franchises that did not have a player under contract 
with at least a 500-yard receiving season. And the Titans then signed Chris Moore in mid-April that checked that box, right? That incredibly low box to check of having a single person with a 500-yard receiving season. And the Packers actually had a tight end to do that, but the Titans didn't have anybody to do that, tight end or wide receiver. And I mentioned this uh, the other day that Mike Vrabel has more career reception receiving touchdowns than anybody that's currently under contract with the Tennessee Titans. And so, uh, and Chig is not in the wide receiver room, right? right. Like we got to remember that. Yes. Yes, for sure. And you know, there's a lot that goes into this and a lot that is going to have to go into that. So we're going to talk about uh, more of this here in a second. Ask you guys a question. Andre comes in here with some Sam lunch money and says Tannehill knows he's the crash dummy to play with zero wide receivers in an un, known O-line to save the rookie from being David Carr 2.0. He's auditioning for teams. <clears throat> I, I kind of agree with Andre in the Ryan Tannehill is auditioning for his third act of his career. And I don't think that audition is going to be set up to be the smoothest on stage play, right? Like there's going to be a lot of things that Ryan Tannehill is going to have to do on his own. Like Ryan Tannehill is going to have to go raise the curtain for the, for the play and then come out there and do the acting themselves. Uh, I just think it's going to be very difficult with how the Titans set him up and, and what they currently have. Now there is still opportunity for them to go add somebody. And that's what I want to ask you guys. Now, will the Titans add another proven receiver before the season begins? Will the Tennessee Titans add another proven veteran receiver before the season begins? We'll get to your comments here shortly, but first I'm going to tell you guys about the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Coming up next week on Wednesday, that's Wednesday at 1230 Central, uh, we're going to have a dog talk se uh, segment about Tajay Spears and his knee situation. Uh, so that's going to be very interesting to do some more research and to learn more about how, to, how a running back can have arthritis in his knee have cartilage damage and reportedly no ACL and be able to do what he did at Tulane. So that's going to be a fun conversation to learn more about Tajay Spears' dog talk on Wednesday next week. Uh, so get that set in your calendars at 1230 with the great experts at the Bone and Joint Institute in Franklin, boneandjointtn.org. That's going to be a good good doc talk because oh, yeah. that you get educated on why. How did they? How did Tajay Spears <laughs> pass the test? You know, yep. like... How is he that high on the board with all of these injuries? So uh, lock in there. That's the best part uh, of many of why we have that relationship with Bone and Joint Institute along with what they can do for you. And what they can do for you is what BetMGM can also do for you. Benefit. You can win some money. Now, last night I did not win money. I probably bet more with my heart at plus six and a half. And then I put plus 12 and a half when the Lakers got down. And then they got down by 28 points. And I, I stopped watching midway through the fourth quarter. Uh, once the starters were pulled, but it's just, it's a day. Look, I, I was on a hot streak. I talk about when I win and I, I have won before last night was not a winning night. It was a losing night, but that's okay. Because you got two games tonight. You got two games on Saturday. This is, this is basketball weekend, baby. I, I'm pumped. I love this. I got Saturday cleared out so I can watch NBA action and bet on it with BetMGM. Download the app today in your Apple or Android app store. All right. Will the Titans add a proven veteran receiver before the season? I think the key in this is proven veteran. Will they add a proven veteran? I'm going to the chat on this. Jacoby just says, yes. Matt says, yes. John says, yes, but nothing splashy. Pistol Ramsey says, yes. John says, no, they proved that by taking a running back, a backup running back with bad knees. Uh, Billy Jones says yes by trade or cuts. Um, Andre says proven maybe, effective no. Uh, Kenneth says they will pick up someone that gets released. Does that count? I mean, yeah. I mean, but the key word in the question is proven veteran. Uh, Ramon says yes, but not an elite receiver. Jason just says they better. Trilogy on YouTube just says nope. Uh, Alan says the real answer is you can only hope. Big G says no. Uh, Rusty says go grab Javante Payton after the XFL ends, which would fall under the answer of no because Javante Payton is not a proven veteran. Uh, Trey says give the Niners a first-round pick and swap picks in the second for Brandon Ayuk. 
Who says no? I think that's a bigger conversation uh, for maybe its own show uh, or a bigger topic here. But the, the problem, I, I, let's stop there real quick. Okay. and Because it, it, it is a, probably a, a bigger topic for a different show. But the Titans don't have a lot of future draft assets in nope. 2024. So, like, Tress, ideally, I understand what you're saying. But how many draft picks then would they have next year? Like four? Um, so they've got a first, a second, a fourth, a sixth, and two sevenths. So I want to say they have six. They don't have a fifth and they don't have a third. I know that. And I know they have two sevenths. So then but- now you only have a second? You only, you draft one guy until the sixth round? I mean, the or Browns. round, I guess? Fifth, yeah. Uh, the you Browns. And, kinda, and that's why I say you no, cannot yeah, do that. Right. The Browns did it. The Ram this past year, their first pick was a third rounder. Uh, then you know we know what the Rams have done over their course of. They also going have a Super Bowl, right? So like, yeah. uh, some of that's justified. How much if they would have lost to Joe Burrow and the Bengals that day because Aaron Donald didn't do what he did? Then who knows how we actually feel about the Rams? Because they are in a state of disarray. I don't think they're in on Matthew Stafford. They're just paying Aaron Donald to pay him. They traded away Jalen Ramsey. Allen Robinson's no longer on the team. They still have Cooper Cup. Their running back situation has changed because of Cam Akers' injuries. So, like, they're a shell of what that team represents. Yeah, it was justified because they won a Super Bowl, but winning a Super Bowl is tough. It's one out of 32. So, yeah. I I'm, I am apprehensive about that because of the Titans' situation next year as far as their draft picks. All right, so they have no sixth. So let me just go through this. Here are the Titans draft picks for 2024. A first, a second, a fourth, and two sevenths. So they don't have a fifth because of daily. They don't have a sixth uh, because they lost that one, I believe, in a pick swap with Ugo Amadi, where they have the second seventh because of that. So, so they got- I'm going to Randy Jackson this. That's a no from me, dog, because you don't have enough picks. Uh, sorry. Yeah. For sure. All right, Zach. So your answer on the question, will the Titans add another proven veteran wide receiver before the season starts? What's your answer? I have to go with logic and I have to say yes. I may be dead ass wrong, but there's no way that they can go into this season seriously thinking that they're going to compete with Traylon Burks, Kyle Phillips, and NWI as your top three wide receivers. I'm not going to put in Chris Moore. We don't know what the hell he's doing. If if you're bouncing around, there's a reason why you're bouncing around. Kyle Phillips has to stay healthy. Traylon Burks has to stay healthy. And NWI has a ceiling that we've realized. It's not that high. He, they, they let NWI test the market. And he came back. They wanted to get rid of the guy. And he, we ran back. <laughs> well, they're okay with, uh, with him, you know, leaving right which is it's just it's the stray cat that you just let go outside you can run around you could leave if you wanted to and the stray cat came back like that that's i i just the ceiling is nwi is a solid fourth wide receiver but he's not going to be asked to do that because guys injuries occur somebody's going to get hurt Traylon burks and kyle phillips the odds that they play all 17 games are very slim. So if any of those, any of those two miss an amount of time, what are you dealing with? Yeah. Well, and you know, Kyle Phillips missed a lot of games because of his injuries that were like Kyle Phillips injuries last season and Traylon Burks injuries last season are in completely different buckets. In my opinion, I think Kyle Phillips, his injuries were, injury prone durability question mark type injuries with a shoulder they got banged up and with a soft tissue hamstring right those things linger and those things are because the guy weighs 180 pounds uh and, and is a slot guy that's something you have to be concerned about Traylon Burks having turf toe and getting a concussion while catching a touchdown in Philly are not injury, injury prone. prone injuries right yeah. but so I'm just oh, so with Phillips, you have no idea what to expect. He's kind of like coming off of a red shirt year. And with Burks is, you know, you, you got a lot of that stolen, but you saw flashes there during the middle of the season after the turf toe when he returned. Uh, and, and I think that's something the Titans have to really see blossom. 
Well, and then just what we just talked about, you don't have a lot of draft assets next year to go and trade for Brandon Ayuk. You don't have a lot. So I say yes, and I'm apprehensive to say yes, but I just don't think that they can confidently go go into this season with the wide receiver room that they currently have. I think it's unfair to Derrick Henry. I think it's unfair to Ryan Tannehill, but I don't, I don't know what they're going to do. So, so why do I say yes? Yeah. I think you're praying for a roster cut a, and a cap casualty after June 1st from a team. I think it's a Hail Mary. I think maybe you can target some guys, but you're late to the game. I made this analogy in our pre-show conversation. Everybody's been asked to the dance. You've been in high school and you, you go to prom or you go to homecoming and you look around and the pretty girls, the popular girls, all those, those girls have already been asked. You're sitting around and you don't have your pick of the litter. You're down to three or four. And I don't even know if that, so what are you, you're, you're, you're praying on a cancellation. You're, you're, you're praying that Jake and, and Sarah break up right before prom. You're praying that Jake gets sick and Sarah needs a date, but that's not a great situation to be in if you're actually trying to compete in the NFL. Who's gonna? Who's it gonna be? Is there a, a, a Keenan Allen? Is there a, you know? Because you're gonna have to trade for the other guys, DeAndre Hopkins and Mike Evans. Who I don't think that the Bucks are gonna trade Mike Evans. I'll be honest. But DeAndre Hopkins is on the trade block. You don't have the assets to give him up. Yeah. Well, and Jake just said, "Why does Jake? Why does he have to be the one to get sick?" <laughs> Jake and Sarah have been going steady for months now, but all of a sudden, Rocky Roads. Jake's been like like an Instagram models, and Sarah got pissed. They broke up. That's what you're 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 basing your entire season on. Jake liking Instagram models. That's not a good. That's not a good recipe. All right. So we're going through the question and reading all of your comments. Will the Titans add another proven veteran receiver before the season? Zach says yes. I'll tell you my answer here in a second. But first, going to tell you guys about Aura. Aura is great. I signed up two weeks ago, and I've already got twenty nine of thirty data brokers who have been stripped of my information because that's what Aura does. They keep you safe online and they also help your life become less of a nuisance because you have data brokers selling your information to robocallers and telemarketers and spammers and anyone else that wants to know anything about you. Our sponsor Aura identifies those data brokers, 30 in my case, and uh, removes and opt outs opts you out of those situations. 29 of those 30 have had my information stripped from them. Uh, that also opts you out of junk mail and telemarketing lists or has almost every internet safety tool you'll ever need inside of one app, including VPN, password manager, real-time credit and identity theft monitoring as well. Let Aura do the hard work for you by keeping you safe online by going to our link, aura.com slash A-T-O-Z. You get a two-week free trial with Aura. And so in less than two weeks, They've had my data brokers uh, really uh, taken to them, right? So Aura.com slash A-T-O-Z to help you out for a two-week free trial. Click that link. I just posted in the chat. Aura.com slash A-T-O-Z. A to Z Sports, we're powered by BetMGM. Download the app today. Use the bonus code A-T-O-Z Sports. And the best part is you get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet misses for new users. So if you're a new user, you've never downloaded the app, Download it today and enter that bonus code ATOZ Sports, and you can get that that bonus bet up to a thousand dollars if your first bet misses. Download the app right now. Well, after the show, but today. All right. So, uh, asking the question: Will the Titans add another proven veteran receiver before the season? Zach, you say yes. I'll tell you my answer here in a second. But here was Mike Vrabel Friday night during their post second and third round draft press conference asked about the receiver position they did not take in the top three rounds. I mentioned adding speed frequently. Um, when you look at this wide receiver group and some of the options available to you, like what's behind not picking a receiver to this point? What's behind it? I mean, just the same thing that Rand discussed, is taking a look at our board and seeing where things are. Uh, we, we know we have needs. We come into each phase of player acquisition with needs. Uh, and it's certainly something that we're going to continue to target. And again, the, what the roster looks like today and what it's going to look like uh, at the first part of September is, is probably a little different. What can you reason? 
that's Mike Vrabel, right? That, that's after they made three picks in the draft, no wide receivers. Then they had three more picks the next day, and they waited until the third to take a receiver because they wanted to play their board. They knew their needs, but they were playing their board and making sure they got players to help them. So will they add another proven receiver before the season? I say no, because one, I don't know if they have the opportunity to do that. Like who, right? I, I get you're talking about who gets canceled on Keenan Allen. I, I just don't think the Titans are the type of team that's jumping and that will actually follow through with jumping at the opportunity to sign a guy that gets cut like Keenan Allen. Doesn't that make sense though for them? Oh yes. But I don't like what's their hit. Their history is that they usually don't do that. Like after there's a new man in charge though. I think that's why I've got, you have to trust some of the process. Yes. But there's a new man in charge who didn't take the second biggest need on the team until the seventh round. Because we know why though. Because they didn't, right? But they're it's it's priorities, right? It's you have to rank your team needs, have and a we, more urgent priority. But the Titans they, didn't do that. We know why what they prioritized, though, right? We, we don't. You could disagree with it. I think that's fair. I, but they prioritized their future quarterback, a more important position overall in Rand's career for the general manager of the Tennessee Titans than a reach of a wide receiver that they, we, we know that the, the, the best wide receivers at that juncture in the draft were off the board when the Titans selected, they, it would be stupid. And especially to where the wide receivers fell when they picked in the eighties, instead of the seventies, it justifies it even more. You, you, you do roll the dice and you play the game of the draft. You have no idea who's going to be available when you pick. That's kind of the fun of the draft. I'm 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 kind of hedging to what Vrabel says. He's kind of telling us, yeah, but that it's gonna be different, right? You know, what they're gonna do, Zach. It, it, look, they they are going to add receivers. There will be a lot more receivers that come into that room and probably cycle out of that room before the season begins. And you know, September whatever thirteenth, that second Sunday in September after Labor Day weekend, but proven veteran. No, I don't think so because I don't think the Titans also have the money to compete for that proven veteran who gets canceled on, right? If Keenan Allen gets cut by uh, the chargers, like do the Titans have the financial ability to compete for his services? Uh, They got $10 million in cap space right now. That doesn't count the four plus million dollars. It costs to sign their draft picks. That doesn't cost what Tier Tart costs when he signs his his uh, restricted free agent tender of four million dollars. So they're not going to have a lot of move, a lot of money to make a move. And so if they want to make a move, they're going to have to do something else on their roster contractually to create space that might put them in a tough situation. Why was Kevin Byard asked to take a pay cut this year? Not because Kevin Byard's played mean it, because Kevin Byard has restructured his contract two times before. One of them was to go get Julio Jones. Why is Ryan Tannehill's cap at $36 million? Because he had, he took a contract restructure to create space for Julio as well. So that creates bad situations. And so if they're going to get a receiver like this, a proven veteran that's worth it, they're going to have to do something else on their roster that's going to create a problem later on for for what? For, for a guy that's going to be you know, we have no idea what they're, what, how the level of success this person might have. Here's the difference. They're also looking to what next year is going to represent. Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill are probably not going to be on the roster. That is a massive amount of money that will come back on the books. You could play it if you really wanted to. You could play it like the Saints usually play it and just go over the cap for a year and then get all of your money back. I don't know if Amy Adams Strunk is willing to do that. They will, and I agree with you in the sense that they will have to probably maneuver around this if they want to go get get a top-name wide receiver. But, but they're going to get all that money back from their quarterback but, and their running back position right, but, that are vastly overpaid. Here's the thing. Who are the players that would be in play to make this happen? Which guys under contract right now have a contract that can be reworked to create enough space for a proven veteran receiver. You're not, are you going to do it with Tannehill? Because that means extending him, right? I doubt that. Are you going to do it with Derrick Henry? I mean, maybe, 
maybe, but that, that's you know half the money. I don't think they'll touch Henry. I, I think Henry is one of those commodities that you probably are because they're gonna they're just not gonna. I don't think they're gonna re-sign him next year. They're just gonna let him go into free agency because of the position he plays. So where are your other big contracts? Right. Your other big contract is Harold Landry. Yeah, and guess what? You know, when and and everybody's bringing up Harold Landry. Marvin says Harold Landry is the answer to your question, Austin. Okay, that that yes, contractually that makes sense. But when you're restructuring a contract, what are you doing? You're giving a player money in their pocket now by converting that salary to a signing bonus that you pay them now to create that space. So that means that you're going to give Harold Landry, who you just gave a big signing bonus to a year ago, and then he tore his ACL. You're going to give Harold Landry off of a torn ACL millions more dollars now before he even played a game after the ACL and before he played a game after the initial contract extension and signing bonus. So that that's just giving Harold Landry a bunch of freaking money, <laughs> but to not to, that he hasn't played for yet. That's where I think there's a gamble with the Harold Landry conversation because yes, his contract, he's got 18.8 million. You can, you can move that around, but that's gambling. You're, and paying oh, oh, you're just trying to bridge a gap though. The money's going to go. If you really are serious about signing a wide receiver, the money is going to go. So you know that your high-paid quarterback is not going to be on the roster next year. You know that your high-paid running back, that is, that's like almost, that's almost $50 million <laughs> for two guys. And now you're going to restart with a younger quarterback and Will Levis or Malik Willis. I'll just throw that out there. I think it's probably Will Levis. But that's that's you've got to look at the long-term play and i think you're talking about the short term of this year which i get but i i think that the titans you've got to look at it in a different way especially and what does this accomplish austin it accomplishes two things you get the money back next year but more importantly you get to compete this year and that sells tickets that allows you to make more money it allows you to sell jerseys that you recoup that so that's where i i stand and that's why my answer is yes i don't know who it's going to be but i i just think deep down in the titans heart they want to compete this year yeah uh and they can't I just, with the wide receiver room they have I, I agree but again i so my answer is no i do not think the titans will sign and add a proven receiver uh, before the season begins. I just don't think there's opportunity uh, and the timing and the financial situation that the Titans will be able to make it all work. Uh, and plus, like, you know, if if it's a waiver wire thing, then that's different because the Titans are actually higher up on the waiver wire this year because they were the 11th overall pick. If it's a free agency thing, and if Keenan Allen gets cut and is an unrestricted free agent, is Keenan Allen going to come to Tennessee? That's up to him too. It's not just the Titans going with an offer. It's up to the receiver to choose the Titans situation, which there's there's passes to be caught available, but we all know what this offense is, and um, and I don't think it's exactly attractive for one of these uh, receivers who gets canceled on last minute. I think if a wide receiver gets cut, he's trying to find a, a team that will pay him. And, I, I and will I the Titans get... be able to pay the best dollar, right? Like, and plus, that receiver's probably going to sign a one-year contract, which means they want to go ball out so they get a big contract in the free agency. And are the Titans going to allow somebody to? But are the Titans going to? Are the Titans going to give that person the volume of opportunity to ball out to go get make money? Ugh, I don't know. I think I think receivers that are in this situation would look at the Titans on the open market and say, "That's not where. That's not best for me long term." Not long term, but short term, you can come in there and you're. What are you doing? There, there are some positives to this. You're competing in a division that is so young and ripe. Like it, it is, it is, it is new. And Stroud is not proven. Richardson's not proven. Honestly, Trevor Lawrence is not proven yet either. He's got to do that this season. And the hard part about the Jags is the, the Jags are playing. This is another benefit for the Titans losing in Jacksonville in week 18. They have to play all of the very hard teams that are stable. They've got to play Patrick Mahomes. They have to play Josh Allen. They've mm -hmm. got to play those teams this year, yeah. and those are going to be tough games yeah. to win. 
first so place schedule. Yeah. This I think you have an opportunity to actually succeed with the Titans. I don't know. I, I, I just, I will, uh, I'm in this, I'm in the situation where I will believe it when I see it with this. I, yeah, right. That That's kind of where I'm, agree. yeah, I think I it's going to be, I don't, I'm not like, I am not, uh, dying on the hill that they are absolutely going to add a proven wide receiver. I think it just, if they don't, I'm, I'm, I am flabbergasted. My one word is flabbergasted. If they go into this season with Kyle Phillips, NWI, and Traylon Burks, yeah. Uh, w. Callen, uh, Callen says, uh, it, with his uh, lunchbox money for Sam, having lost a pick because of Dennis Daly hurts my soul. There's no chance they start this season with this receiver room. My five year old is faster than NWI, but hey, uh, NWI apparently had a knee injury that he was dealing with all last season and. Uh, you know, I don't know, right? No uh, the crazy thing is, like, how much worse would they be off without NWI? Like, what if he went on to the open market and left? It'd be, I mean, they kind of need him right now. And then John Laster says the Titans limping to a new identity after the 2023 season. Uh, that definitely feels like it could be the case. I, I'll, uh, I'll sum it up here. The Titans, which makes sense, but they want their cake and eat it too. They want to compete this year mm-hmm. and rebuild over the next three years while they're still competing. And competing is tough because you're not competing with, I don't think, the top-tier teams, but competing and making a playoff bid, winning a division. But it's so hard. That's why the saying is you can't have your cake and eat it too. That's what the Titans are trying to do because Mike Vrabel and I believe Rand Carthon want to win so bad, but they also want to build for the future. Uh, it more, just doesn't work like that. Yeah, uh, more lunchbox money that comes in via Super Chat, and then we'll get to our next conversation after this. Uh, Callanan says, one stud receiver changes this whole vibe. Derek Tannehill, upgrade O-line and tight end, studs on defense. Stud won't be easy, but legit one receiver away from competing. I And you're getting the love of the show, Callan. I, I I agree. If I told you, let's let's play a pipe dream real quick. Let's say they figured out. Let's say they bite the bullet and ask Harold Landry to restructure his deal. Keenan Allen gets cut. Austin, what do you think about this football team with Derrick Henry, an improved offensive line, Chig, Ryan Tannehill, Traylon Burks, and Keenan Allen, plus Kyle Phillips at the slot where it can take the pressure off of Kyle Phillips of the coverage that he was getting at the beginning of the season when he was getting hurt. How do you feel about that team? Oh, I mean, it's way, way more improved. Um, the problem is they still don't have any speed. <laughs> like they don't have Keenan Allen is not exactly a burner. They're that's not their game. They are run the football, play action. But, but their, their speed Rabel, is going to come with scheme. Their speed would be scheme. Uh, you better hope. Uh, and well, it's we, not look, Todd can, Downing anymore. Yeah, I know. And we we'll, we'll talk about Tim Kelly because there were some interesting comments about Tim Kelly's offense. Uh, this week too, that we'll uh, save for maybe next week. Andre says, I'd rather trade Henry than run him into eight man boxes, wasting his final year, but extending him would help Levis have a salvation army mindset to wide receiver. Uh, I, I still think while Keenan Allen is, is really impressive. I just don't know if, you know, he becomes a, a better redundancy, uh, a way better and way more improved NWI way, way, way more improved NWI, but you still don't lack anybody that can create space. You're just playing congested. All right, since we're on the topic, and let's talk about this next week, but there's also the retread of Corey Davis because, and... For next week. (coughs) COVID. I'm feeling sick again. I'll say this, Zach. Do you know what Traylon Burks plus Corey Davis equals? Uh, crossing routes? No, a hundred. A <laughs> hundred. I, I, I like my I like my answer better. Uh, I mean, what's wrong with crossing routes? Crossing routes are correct. Well, when you're running out of bounds, that's that's not that's what you the said. Problem with crossing you routes. said running out of bounds. All right, we'll save that for next week. Okay, Zach. Uh, Will Levis has a decision to make. What jersey number is he going to wear? I, Terry McCormick put this out there yesterday that. Will Levis wore seven at Kentucky. He wore apparently 17 in high school. Ryan Tannehill, 17, and Malik Willis is number 
seven. So which jersey number will Will Levis wear based on the available numbers for quarterbacks? He's got five, eight, 10, 14, and 19. So asking you guys what jersey number should Will Levis pick? I will tell you, if I were the Titans, I am being very... I'm setting a rule for Will Levis in this jersey number if I'm the Tennessee Titans. But first, let me tell you guys about our new friends, Krebs Kubota. They are an elite Kubota dealer uh, located in Columbia, Franklin, and in Murfreesboro. So you can check them out at KrebsKubota.com. They sell service and supply parts for the best equipment in the industry, and they have a large selection of inventory in stock at all three of those locations right now. Krebs Kubota believes in customer satisfaction and is rooted in outstanding parts and service department. It is their goal to have the best parts and service in the industry, which stands behind the best equipment in the industry. So an elite Kubota dealer means they've got the elite uh, equipment right there. They've been serving Middle Tennessee for now over 18 years. So you go see them at the three locations, Columbia, Franklin, or in Murfreesboro, or online at KrebsKubota.com. It is eSports. We are powered by BetMGM. Download the app today. Get in on that action. You got two NBA games tonight, two tomorrow. You got Major League Baseball. If you're a new user, use that bonus code ATOZ Sports. All right, Zach. So these are the jersey numbers that Will Levis has to pick from because 7 and 17 are occupado. Um, as of right now, Malik Willis, I don't know. Is he going to make the make the team? Are they going to keep three quarterbacks? That's a conversation for a later day. But 5, 8, 10, 14, and 19 are available for Will Levis. I have a very strong opinion that the Tennessee Titans cannot offer one of those numbers. But, Zach, go ahead and go uh, to the chat to read everybody else's answer on what number they should give. Well, Lee brings up zero, which we have yet to see because they just changed the number. Adds to zero. We've yet to see a quarterback, and I do they have the ability to wear think, the number zero? I don't know because zero does fall under a certain specific position groups, and Sean Murphy Bunting, the new corner, has it has already. has taken zero. Yeah, but I mean. You talk about marketing agent zero at a really good quarterback. I think that I feel like you're looking more like the XFL. I just don't know if if that's maybe something you can look up. Yeah, I'm uh, looking it up to now. see if they have that. Tank Tank Sinatra says 14. Kendall says seven. Trevor says seven. The problem is seven's not available, guys. Ramon says five. Jonah says five. 14 for Marvin. Uh, Memory Mix says 10. Hammer says 14. There's a couple of zeros back back from uh, Razorback so, Rock. So, real quick, on the zero thing, quarterbacks, uh, again, with the new rule where zero is now available, quarterbacks can wear number zero uh, starting in 2023. Zero through 19 are quarterback numbers now. I'd like uh, to see that. The, o- the only positions that cannot wear zero is offensive linemen and defensive linemen. So, anybody else, quarterbacks, punters, place kickers, DBs, running backs, tight ends, receivers, linebackers. Everybody can wear zero except for the offensive and defensive linemen. All right, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you my answers because I've got two. Which numbers will, will he pick? He's got 5, 8, 10, 14, and 19. Yeah. So I believe that Levis will pick 14. My theory is he'll just double 7, which equal 14. That's my logic. I have no idea. I've never talked to him, so that's just my guess. But I would pick out of these numbers, if I had to, to just kind of throw a wrinkle, I would pick 19. Mm. I, I, I Some people don't like that number, but 19, I don't know. It's unique. It's different. You don't see it. It's right below 20. I'd go a little bit different. I'd go 19. And I think the marketing dollars would be, because look, if I'm drafted and you've seen the clip of Levis talking to Peyton Manning about marketing, I don't know if you've seen that. Yeah, and I did. Peyton's yeah. like, let's yeah. concentrate on the field, bud. But you've got to look at the history of the franchise to see how many jerseys that you possibly could sell if you do hit. 19 is not a like popular number within the Titans community. I would pick 19. Hmm. I think he's going to pick 14. What's your philosophy? Uh, so I think 14 is right. The Tennessee Titans should go to Will Levis 
and take the jersey numbers on this, but remove 10 as an option. Jersey number 10 should not ever be given out to any Titans draft pick that they have high expectations for. (laughs) Jersey number 10 is a curse. Jersey number 10 has not worked out for like the last several people who have worn it. Vince Young, Jake Locker. uh, You want to go to Trey McBride who couldn't do anything. You had Des Fitzpatrick was a Don't do my guy Trey. And, and Adam Humphreys. So those are five guys who wore Jersey number 10 from 2006 up through Des Fitzpatrick got cut after this season. So that's 15 years plus of information and data of terrible Jersey number 10s. Vince had a couple good years and great moments, but that started it all when he threw that Jersey number 10 into the stands uh, in Nissan stadium back after that game. That's when the curse began with Jersey 10. So if you're the Tennessee Titans and you give Will Levis an opportunity to wear 10, you are guaranteeing him to bust. That is my opinion. That might be as superstitious as, as, as it gets or crazy for me to say, but I've got 16 seasons of the Jersey number 10 falling short of expectations. And so don't let him wear it. Man, and there's, another- there's two quarterbacks. That's a highly paid free agent wide receiver acquisition and two draft picks who failed, especially Des Fitzpatrick who failed to do anything. So this is, this is a late July topic and it's May 5th, but I think the real question is who will be on the roster out of the three quarterbacks, right? Will they have three? Will they have two? Like that also, because I think if Will Levis has the opportunity to pick seven, he's going to pick seven, right? So we're not going to talk about that, but you got, everybody should be excited about this training camp because you're going to have some competition. And opportunity, the preseason games are actually going to be very meaningful, right? Because Tannehill's got the job. If Tannehill's the starting quarterback, so here are the scenarios. Tannehill's the starting quarterback. He's probably not going to play in the preseason game. That's usually what Mike Vrabel does. You can't afford that. So now it's just a pure competition between two guys and Malik Willis, a guy who can't throw the football but can run. Will Levis, who's got a rocket arm, but we don't know where it's going. And they're just going to duke it out. And then if Tannehill is cut, oh man, now you got a whole other story. So there's a this training camp is get your popcorn ready, boys and girls. Yep. Yep. So we both agree 14 for Will Levis is the right thing. Now th- the thing is, if they do cut Malik and move on, will he change from 14 to seven or for whatever to seven? And what does that mean? Like, how did can the Titans start selling Levis jerseys initially with the with the first number? And then swap it up because we, I don't think we've seen a quarterback change jerseys after, you know, their opening pre- preseason training camp, right? Like Derrick Henry wore two and then he switched AJ. to 22. AJ wore initially, was it 18? And then he went to 11, but that happened really fast. Like I think he wore 18, like one practice. Oh, yeah, they cut the guy. <laughs> but that, and that wasn't a quarterback though, too. So, uh, Jody's, still, Jody's got a bummer. Take Caleb Farley's number away from him. <laughs> yeah, three is bad. Yeah, Kevin Byard went from 20 to 31. So there's there's some guys that did it, but quarterback's different when it comes to marketability and jersey sales. All right, Zach, it's time to wrap up this week with Ain't That Good News to end our Friday. So share your good news for this week, and uh, we'll have a, a strong finish to the shows of NFL Draft Reaction. But first, tell us all about our great friends at Farm Bureau Health Plans. Yeah, fbhp.com slash A to Z is where you need to go. And you got to get a quote to make a decision. And the quote is absolutely free. And I I went through the process and I realized very quickly that I was going to save 20% and get better coverage. If you currently reside in the state of Tennessee, and I'm being serious, you need to get a quote just to see how this health plan at Farm Bureau Health Plans of Tennessee stacks up against your current health plan. I did that. I put them side by side, and it was a clear-cut winner. So I switched. And look, you that's the best part about America. You have the right to, to switch. If you think that, that your coverage can be better with a different plan, make the switch today. 
health, dental, vision. They've got plans for you individually, for you and your family, your wife and kids. Does not matter. Visit fbhp.com slash A to Z. Take the health assessment and get a quote. Here's good news for Friday with BetMGM is that you can take advantage of no run first inning Friday throughout the entire Major League Baseball season. All you got to do is make a, a, a no run first inning prop on any game today and you get up to $25 back in bonus bets if only one run is scored in the first inning. Uh, so have some fun with that no run first inning Friday all summer long with BetMGM. So opt into your app with no run first inning Friday. Take advantage of that. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older, Tennessee only, new and existing customer offer. All promotions, set of qualification, eligible requirements. Rewards issued in knowledge of bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days. And for problem game support, call Tennessee Redline, 800-889-9789. News on a Friday. I hope everybody has uh, had a good week following NFL Draft. Uh, weekend. So Zach, I'll send you to the chat. What are some good news that you're seeing from the, the people on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch? Jake, Jake's back together with Sarah and he's got three more days left to go on his vacation. The starting his new position on work on Monday. So Jake, Jake's trending up right there. Uh, and Jake, I also, news. I also appreciate Jake watching our show uh, on vacation. Yes, absolutely. Demetrius payday Cinco de Mayo guardians of the galaxy volume three. We, uh, we went to a Mexican restaurant last night to beat the rush of Cinco de Mayo because some other afternoon plans. Unfortunately, I had a bad experience at the restaurant. And this is good news, so I'm not going to jump into that. But uh, <laughs> let's see. Danny says inspection at work went good for the first time in three weeks. Gets to sleep in in the morning. Ain't that good news? That is nice. good news. Jeff, Big Ten Jeffs, is now back I guess from being on vacation because he's no longer uses his burner account. I don't know. It says now that it's Friday, this super chat from Tuesday hasn't been read uh, bamboozles, but at least, Oh, he's still in Venice, yeah. Italy. Yeah, so Jeff, if you want to copy and paste your super chat from earlier in the week, we try to do our best. It, it yeah, is it's hard. There is human involvement in this. Devin says, good news. Just found out they got free VIP tickets to whiskey Myers concert this Saturday at Ascend Amphitheater. Aaron mm -hmm. says good news is that he's excited about Kentucky Derby tomorrow, watching the documentary about country music from TBS or PBS. PBS does have some good documentaries. The Civil War do documentary on PBS is very, very good. Um, so I highly it's long, but I highly recommend that. Uh, uh, let's see. EOC tests at school are done uh, for the year. So that's good for Ethan. Uh, good news from Tress. Nine-year-old, buckle up, ain't playing when they say how fast it goes by. That oh, It does. Blink of the eye, a nine-year-old right there. So good news all around. Uh, Dre the Barber says good news. Add another seat to his Titan season tickets. Four, if anybody wants to go. Right there. Hey, Dre, Community uh, Dre the Barber, uh, one of the select few, adding to their Titan season ticket plans. <laughs> right, instead of taking. Hey, buy low, right? Buy low, Dre. Right. Uh, Charles says good news. Over 80,000 people expected in Nashville this weekend, not leaving the house. Uh, Taylor Swift involvement uh, and some other things. So uh, what is your good news? Uh, well, I was going to kind of ride do it. Charles, Charles says 80,000. Uh, Charles, I think that's a little bit low. <laughs> I think it's going to be a lot higher than just 80,000. I, I think Taylor Swift's going to have uh, six figures uh, to account for herself. But yeah, my good news is I'm excited uh, to enjoy this weekend away from all of that stuff. I I do not want to leave uh, my area. I'm staying away from the downtown madness. I had to fight through some traffic yesterday of it already beginning. But Nashville is great, right? Nashville is, is so entertaining. But an opportunity to stay in my oasis and not deal with that and have a great relaxing weekend after the NFL draft. I'm looking forward to that because the NFL draft was long. It was really fun. Uh, but it was very busy, and I'm excited to catch up on some uh, family time after working all last weekend with the draft. So that is my good news. That is good news. Uh, my good news, because uh, I will, I'm about to take a, a break from the show, because my good news is is last Friday that I'll be on the show for the next couple of weeks, because uh, I'm getting married uh, a week from tomorrow, which has come very fast. So. Uh, excited about that. You, I'm on the home stretch now. So like the stress level 
has started to deteriorate. It was high stress for those you know months leading up to it, getting everything organized. But my family's coming in town. All my friends, everybody that I care about will uh, be there. And, and it's going to be a great, great experience uh, next Saturday. And then I go on a honeymoon to Costa Rica for a week. So I finally get, you know, a seven-day vacation that I don't think I've ever had a seven-day vacation. Uh, whitewater rafting, zip lining, deep sea fishing, rainforest, beach. Uh, so a great payoff. Uh, and, you know, the best part of it is I get to marry the person that I love. And so that is my good news. And I'll, uh, I'll ride into the sunset after Saturday uh, at a great night and uh, a great weekend. Absolutely. Uh, and definitely congratulations. And it's going to be a, a great time for you guys as well uh, with the trip. And uh, yeah, enjoy it uh, because it's time to get back to work after that. So, all right, guys, we will ho- we will see you guys on Monday after a nice, relaxing weekend. Hope you guys enjoy it and have a lot to talk about uh, next week as well. Make sure before you head out here, you give the show a like and subscribe to our channel uh, because that makes us and all have a better conversation. So check us out. Give us that thumbs up. Subscribe to the channel on Facebook and YouTube. Have a fantastic weekend, and we'll see you on Monday morning. Appreciate it as always. Adios.